the most dominant defense in college football for the past two years in a row is going to get even better this year in Athens. We're going to talk about why today on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast, who needs to step up and who Georgia can count on on the defensive side of the ball. All that and more today on the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Happy to have you along. Today's episode brought to you by our good friends at Bird Dogs. More on them in a bit. But uh, I am Daniel Clint, not with me today, but that's fine because we've got lots to discuss. Mike Bobo and um, Del McGee met with the media on Thursday. We're not going to talk about that today. We'll put that off for another day. They had some very interesting things to say. I was very intrigued by some of the things that Mike Bobo had to say, particularly we'll get to that more in a future episode. Today, I am talking about the three guys on the defensive side of the ball that need to step up for Georgia to do what I think they're going to do, what I predict they're going to do, which is be an even better defense than they were last year, possibly Possibly the best defense that Georgia has had under Kirby Smart, including the 2021 group, which I might have said would have been ridiculous. But when you look at this defense across the board, boy, oh boy, is it filled with good players. Who are the three guys that Georgia needs to step up? Not the three best players on defense, but who are the three guys that Georgia needs to step up? First of all, though, Thank you so much for being here, for watching. I mean, we are just a handful of days from what, from Georgia football on our television sets. Maybe you'll be there in person uh, on Labor Day weekend in Athens. I hope that you will. We are just a, a handful of weeks from watching Georgia football. Uh, two weeks and two days from the time of this recording are the first games. Three weeks and two days until Georgia plays. Thank you so much for being here, for following along on YouTube. We're trying to get 7,500 subscribers on YouTube before the start of the season. So subscribe. If you're watching this video and you've not subscribed to the channel, subscribe. We are here five days a week, Clint, my co-host and I, uh, breaking down this Georgia team, having a great time talking the way that fans do, and would love to have you along for the ride. Also, if you watch the show regularly, Go subscribe to an audio podcast of your choice. Uh, Locked on Bulldogs on every uh, every podcast platform that there is. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Go follow the show, subscribe to the show, whatever you got to do. Leave us a rating and review on there. It helps other people find the show on the audio side. And when people find it on the audio and the video side, that helps your boys out. And we appreciate it um, a great deal. As I said, we got a bunch to talk about, but today we're talking about guys that need to step up on the defense. If you recall, we did this um, a few days ago last week on the offensive side of the ball. We talked about Carson Beck, obviously, 
we talked about Oscar Delp and uh, who was the other guy that we talked about? Um, oh, Ernest Green. Yeah, so we talked about an offensive lineman, a tight end, and the quarterback. We're going to talk about the defensive side of the ball, and I'm going to start with a corner. But it's it's not the corner that you think I'm going to start with. Now, typically, Georgia, you would think that I would say Dalen Everett right here because – if you look at Georgia's history, they've always had a guy that you can trust at the cornerback position. Uh, last year it was Keeley Ringo, and it, and, and it just keeps going on and on and on. And then they've had that second guy. And Georgia this year is a bit, every year they've been a bit unknown, a bit unproven at the second guy. We presumed that that's going to be Dale and Everett this year. We presumed that it was going to be Kamari Laster last year, but we didn't really know what we had in those guys. But every single year, the year before that, it was Keely Ringo who was the second guy as a true freshman. Every single year, the second guy seems to just come in and fill his role admirably, and that is because... Each year under Kirby Smart, specifically for the last several years, Georgia has had a dominant number one corner. That's why the guy I think that's most important for UGA to step up when it comes to corners is not Dalen Everett or whatever young player gets the nod to start at corner. Uh, I think it's the guy on the other side. I think it's the guy you know, the guy that is proven. I think it's Kamari Laster. Can Kamari Laster rise to the level of a number one corner in the SEC? For Georgia to be a dominant defense, they need that to happen. Now, we know that Kamari Laster brings a tremendous amount of physical toughness. We know that he brings a tremendous amount of energy. He's got a little playmaking ability can he be a shutdown cover-up corner in the SEC? Does he have the elite speed? Does he have the playmaking ability? Does he have the ball skills? I don't, I'm not trying to say that I don't think he does, but I do think that these are legitimate questions that we don't really know to be true about Kamari Lasseter. He is a guy that hasn't necessarily wowed us with his insane levels of natural cornerback talent more so he's wowed us with his tenacity and his want to and his work ethic and his willingness to get in there and get his nose dirty which is un an unbelievable trait in a corner don't get me wrong we need him to be an unbelievable cover corner this season if Georgia is going to have the kind of success that we want to have. Kirby Smart loves to lead those corners out there. We talk about this all the time on the podcast. He loves to match them up against big-time playmaking wide receivers. And sometimes those corners get exposed. We saw it last year in the Tennessee game. We saw Keely Ringo. He got picked on a little bit. They threw at him a little bit. And he had some pass interference calls and he had some moments where the thing where things went against him and he, he gave up a catch and he got a call for another pass interference and a holding a receiver breaking out of a route and it felt like oh Keely Ringo he's getting left alone out there and he's not really winning all those matchups and then lo and behold what does he do big play deep shot down in the end zone Keely Ringo plays the ball like he's the wide receiver he makes a makes a massive interception in the end zone in that game for Kirby Smart's defense to do 
what he wants it to do, for Glenn Schumann to be able to do what he wants to do in the front seven, he needs to be able to leave those corners alone out there. It's easy to be number two corner when you've got a guy who who can be trusted as the number one guy out there on one side. Can Kamari Lasseter be that guy? I think that's a huge storyline for Georgia going into this season, and I think it's a big thing for us to pay attention to as we move forward. All right, I got two more guys that I'm going to cover. I got two more positions that I think are of, of significant interest to me on this defense and two more guys that, that really need to step up for Georgia to be the team that we hope that they will be. And we'll get to all those right after this. But first, I want to talk about FanDuel Sportsbook. Listen, it's almost college football season. That means season win totals are out. Clint and I are going to be getting on here within the next week or so. We're going to be giving you our SEC win totals, which teams are going to outperform Las Vegas's expectations, which teams are going to underperform Las Vegas's expectations. Season win totals are one of the best ways to profit in college football. If you feel like you have a read on a team, if you feel like you know a team, get over to FanDuel Sportsbook right now. FanDuel.com slash locked on. You make a deposit. You um, uh, sign up. You make a deposit. You get a uh, no sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's a, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't cash. So you make one of these season win total bets. And you don't even have to worry about it because if it doesn't ca- if it does cash, hey, you've got a lot of money. If it doesn't cash, hey, you get to make that up with free bets that they they put deposit directly into your account. FanDuel is the number one sports book of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast, the official sports book partner of Lockdown Podcasts everywhere. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel. All right, as I said, I got two more names, and I'm going to move to the interior of the defensive front here, and I'm going to give you the name Nazir Stackhouse. Now, Georgia has got, I, I could really say, it says on my notes here, Nazir Stackhouse and company, because Nazir Stackhouse... Um, he really stood out to me, by the way, going back and watching several games from last year. Nazir Stackhouse really stood out to me. Um, he made quite a few plays. Overshadowed by Jalen Carter, obviously. Who wasn't overshadowed by Jalen Carter last year? The most talented defensive player that Georgia's had in quite some time. But Nazir Stackhouse made some significant, tremendous plays in getting direct vertical pressure on the quarterback right up the middle. It's a huge way to disrupt the passing game. I would say it's the number one, even more important than edge pressure, is if you can push the pocket back. He's obviously a presence against the run, and and he's not doing it by himself, right? It's Nazir Stackhouse. It's Zion Logue. It's Warren Brinson. It's those, I would say it's those three core guys who are veterans, who are experienced, who have been through it before, and those are the guys that Georgia needs to step up. Now listen, there is a lot of very young, uber-talented players on this 
on this Georgia roster. And I expect many of them to contribute. I expect many of them to contribute on the defensive front. A lot of these young, very talented players. Georgia's obviously needing to replace a lot on the defensive front um, from Nolan Smith to Jalen Carter to Robert Beal. There's a lot that Georgia has to replace on the defensive front. I think a lot of these very young, very talented players are going to get playing time. Those are not the guys that I think Georgia needs to step up their game and be great. I think Georgia needs those experienced veteran interior defenders to be elite for them to be the type of defense that they that that they know that they can be that we expect them to be. Listen, it's not a secret. If you're a Georgia fan listening to this, then you already know this. But the success that Georgia has had, it it all starts with Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis. These are the guys that have made the Georgia defense what they were because these are the guys that have eaten up blocks, that have allowed the linebackers to to look like they're running around out there, just nobody's even noticing them. They just get to go wherever they want, do whatever they want on the football field. These are the guys that stuff the run game, that make teams one-dimensional. These are the guys that pressure the passer on passing downs. These are the guys that dislodge offensive lines, eat, like change the, the nature of the pocket, change running lanes. These are the guys that have done more unnoticed, but I think if you're a Georgia fan, you notice. But these are the guys that have done all of the things that have made this Georgia defense what it is over these last couple of years. This is the first year in several years that Georgia has not had a bona fide, oh, wow, star in the interior of the defensive line. And if you're a Georgia fan, that should make you a little bit nervous. We don't like to get nervous on this podcast. We don't like to talk about things that should make us nervous. But but you must admit that when you talk about Nazir Stackhouse, a very talented individual, as I said, has flashed many times. You talk about Warren Brinson. We've seen some things out of Warren. You know, if you listen to this podcast, I'm very high on Warren Brinson. I think he's going to have a great year this year. You talk about guys like that, like Zion Logue, who are back. And we've seen things out of them, but ha- but we've never seen Jalen Carter things. We've never seen Jordan Davis things. They're not bona fide superstars. And I don't expect by the end of the season for any of these guys to be bona fide superstars on the interior of the defensive line. What we need is for them to elevate their game to the point that we're not noticing the absence of bona fide superstars, if that makes sense. What we need is not massive run lanes in the middle of the in on the interior of the defensive line consistently. What we need is not a failure to get a pass rush. Quarterback stepping up in the pocket, Michael Williams screaming around the edge, but a quarterback consistently being able to just step right up in the pocket and make an easy throw to a tight end or a running back or a wide receiver down the field. That's what we need from these interior defensive linemen. We don't need them to get eight sacks, nine sacks apiece. We don't need them to be first-round draft picks after this season. But Nazir Stackhouse specifically, because I think he's the most talented guy of that group, we need him to elevate his play to the level that maybe he's not a superstar, 
but that he is in no way a weak link on this team. That's how this Georgia defense is able to rise. Because let's let me let me be clear. Other than interior defensive line, this Georgia defense has the potential to be significantly better than any Georgia defense under Kirby Smart at at each position group. Top to bottom position group. Other than interior defensive line. So if the interior defensive line can up their play enough so that the gap between them and the 2021 interior defensive line, which maybe will go down in Georgia history as the greatest. I mean, you got Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, and Jalen Carter. It's three first-round draft picks all playing defensive tackle on your team. So I'm not sure you're ever going to see an interior of a defensive line that's like that ever again. But if we can minimize the gap, if Nazir Stackhouse, Warren Brinson, Zion Logue, if those guys can minimize the gap along with some of the young guys who I do expect to play, if they can minimize that gap, I think Georgia's got a chance to be among the best defenses that Kirby Smart has ever coached. All right, I got one more name, one more name, and he is, I think, the best player. The the He's the closest thing to a, he might be the defensive MVP of this team, and he's the guy that I'm saying needs to step up his game in order for Georgia to be elite. Who is it? We'll talk about it. For the 199 in the third segment right after this. But first, Bird Dogs, friends, they're back. Bird Dogs, uh, an official sponsor of the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. And and listen, if you've not worn these shorts before, let me just let me just I've got all this ad copy that I can read. I've got all these things that I can tell you about how stretch khaki shorts a slimmer look and they make a more sculpted look for your for your thighs i'm not here to talk to you about your thighs okay i'm not here to talk about how bird dog shorts are the same thing as lululemon except they they fit better and they don't cost as much and they're better quality all around i'm not i'm not trying to tell you about, about any of that just just listen to me look me in the eye let me tell you, I'm wearing these shorts right now, and they are the most comfortable shorts. You get the shorts with the liners in there. They are the most comfortable shorts that you will own. I went ahead in preparation for fall. Guys, you can't be too ready. I went ahead, got me a pair of the joggers. I'm ready for when fall rolls around, when the air gets a little cooler. I got the joggers with the liner. Listen, underwear is a thing of the past, my friends. Bird Dogs Shorts is the move. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter the promo code locked on college. When you do that, you're going to get a free white tech hat with your order. I made an order. As I said, I got that free hat. It is also fantastic. My son immediately stole it from me. And now he's wearing it and I can't get it back from him. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college. Or enter the promo code Locked On College for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. I promise. All right. We talked about that. 
Now let's get back into this. By the way, welcome to the 199. So happy that you're here. Thanks for following along, making this show great. Uh, bonfire.com slash store slash the 199. If you want to gear up for the college football season, you want to get a Death March t-shirt, that's where you can get those. Bonfire.com slash store slash the 199. Appreciate you being a part of it. If you're a loyal member of the 199, again, tell a friend about the show. Subscribe to the to the audio and the video. Uh, we love you guys and are happy to have you along. All right. I've given you two names. I'm going to give you a third, and I probably won't take as long on this one because, as I mentioned, he might be the MVP of the entire dang defense. And his name's Javon Bullard. Now, listen to me. If if you listen to this guy speak to the media a couple weeks ago, you know as well as I do that this Javon Bullard cat is no joke. These these amateur hour elementary uh, beat writers try to try to bait him in with some questions about Ohio State, and Javon Bullard just has no interest in talking about that. Javon Bullard wants to get out there and he wants to play football. He hates talking to the media as much as Kirby Smart hates talking to the media, and that makes me love him all the more. This is just a football player, friends. Now, Javon Bullard is, without a doubt, the best blitzing defensive back that Georgia has on their team. And I think you're going to see him in that role, performing that task quite a bit this season. I think you're going to see um, Glenn Schumann get a little bit more creative with the fronts that he uses, with the blitz packages that he uses. This is just speculation because I think if you listen to this coaching staff, they say things consistently over and over again. You usually hear it on the offensive side of the ball with words like, it's our job to find the best players and to figure out a way to get the ball in their hands as consistently as we can. Well, guess what? That same logic also applies to the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, you can't control who gets the ball in their hands on the defensive side of the ball, but what you can do is you can put your best players in position to do the things that your best players do best. We heard this when we heard uh, the coaching staff talking about Jalen Walker. Is he an inside linebacker? Yes, he is. Is he one of the two best inside linebackers? Well, when Spalmondon gets back from injury, no, he's not one of the two best inside linebackers. Is he going to rotate in and play as the third inside linebacker? Yes, he is. But is he going to play a lot on third down packages so he can blitz the quarterback? Yeah, why? Because that's the thing that he does really well. Now, Javon Bullard does a lot of things. Well, we'll get to that in a second. But one of the things that he does well is blitz the quarterback, and I think you're going to see him do that quite a bit this season because Georgia knows that they have something in that guy that is special, that's different. And so I think you could watch out for that. You could be prepared for that. You could be That could be something to be looking out for. Javon Bullard could really help this team in the pass rush. The other thing about Javon Bullard, and it's kind of so obvious, it almost goes without saying, but it's a podcast. It's literally, that's all we do is say things. Javon Bullard is the most versatile defender on this team. You put him at star, you put him at either safety spot. He is a He's an incredibly versatile defender. He, he can do a lot of things for this team he can help a lot of people get in the right position, and he can move around a bunch. Now, that's really helpful. Why is that really helpful? Because you got a guy named Jonel Aguaro 
and he's coming on. I don't know if you know about this kid, but he is coming on at safety. He's going to be a factor on this defense before the season is over. He's going to be a factor on this defense before the season is over. You got Tyke Smith, who also we think is going to be a factor on this defense. Javon Bullard's going to be one of the best 11 players on Georgia's defense, period. The question is, who are the other 10 players? And no matter who they are, in a lot of ways, you can just slot Javon Bullard around wherever he needs to go to make it easier on those guys to play the positions that they need to play. If Javon Bullard steps up his game, elevates his game to even another level, we've already said we think he's going to be a first-round draft pick. Um, he's going to help Malachi Starks in the secondary quite a bit. He's going to help Tyke Smith in the secondary guys like Jonell. He's going to help them quite a bit. He's also going to blitz the quarterback and help the, help the pass rush. He's going to help guys like Michael. He's going to help the interior guys like Nazir that we talked about just a second ago. And by doing that, he's also going to help the corners because they're going to have to cover for shorter amounts of time, and it's going to make Kamari Laster and Dalen Everett's job even easier. Uh, Javon Bullard might be the most important person on this defense. Now, he's probably not the best person, the best player on this defense, and he's probably not the MVP of the defense. I still think both of those awards go, well, the MVP of the defense is Pops, period. Um, the best player on the defense is probably Michael or Malachi, but I think I think Javon Bullard might be the most important. He might be the most important player on this defense. If he steps his game up, if he elevates his game to the next level, I really do think the sky's the limit for this Georgia team because, again, you know what you have in so many of these other positions that the, the ability to move guys like Javon Bullard around and, and, and utilize him to the best of his strengths um, is key. Also, he likes to bring the pain if you catch the ball over the middle and are incredibly soft just like your entire fan base. And so if that's something that applies to you, I might just offer you a word of caution. Don't bring it near Javon Bullard because he's not interested. He's just not interested in you catching the ball and holding on to it. He would rather you drop it. And that's that's just what you did. You dropped it. This has been the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. Clint will be back, and we'll have more. We've got lots more to discuss. We've got fall camp things to preview and talk about. We got we got stuff that we're hearing, who's standing out. We're going to talk about Mike Bobo and Del McGee. As I said, we've got so many things to talk about in the next couple weeks, getting ready for the season to start. And then college football is almost here, guys. And before you know it, we'll be giving out locks. We will be just dancing and celebrating with the rest of the world that the dark days have ended and college football is back. Thanks so much for following along and subscribing. This is the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast, and we will see you guys next time.